Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. At the beginning of our careers, most of us are painfully aware that we're just at the very, very beginner levels in terms of our proficiency and confidence as dental practitioners. Now, those first few years are a very difficult time for most of us. We feel like complete dental noobs And as we become more aware of what more there is to know out there as dentists, it can become pretty overwhelming pretty quickly. And this overwhelm can lead us to becoming trapped in a state of of basically dental noobness where our growth and learning may be stunted for a while. On today's podcast, Dr. Sam Coe shares some of his most practical tips on how to level up in your dental career, both clinically and non-clinically. He really shines light on those critical stepping stones that instantly set our trajectory steeper. Now, this is coming from a young dentist who is incredibly accomplished. He is the founder of the Young Dentist Hub. He is a lecturer and educator across many dental subjects. He is a KOL for several different brands and he's also a multi-practice owner. So this guy is definitely not on level zero, he's definitely not a noob. He's basically on level 100 and he is very passionate about educating other dentists on how they can do the same. But there wasn't always this level of confidence and competence for Sam. So here he starts by sharing with us some memory he has of a time when things were more difficult when he was a noob himself. For the purpose of, of I guess, um, letting everyone know, I had a couple of really bad shocker weeks in my early uh, career. And I still have really shocker weeks too. Like I don't want to f- make people feel as though I'm perfect and every week, every day goes 100% smoothly. Um, but there were a couple of moments that I really, really remember from my first couple of years one was a week, I think I've told you this before, Chidham, but uh, one was a week where I literally perfed three separate root canals like in one week. And and I'm not, you know, ashamed to admit it. Um, we all go through stages where we get better and we improve and I feel like we can't become a better and better dentist along the way. And um, it's like that old saying, you know, like, you know, you learn from your mistakes. And I can tell you now, literally from that week, I actually have never perfed. Um, and that's not to say I won't perf ever again, but that's just to say that after that week, I literally considered hanging up my root canal boots. I, I was actually going to give up doing any molar root canals um, and literally just refer all my root canals off. Yeah, yeah. I think we've all been there where um, something's gone wrong and we've lost a lot of confidence and a sense that we're not competent in, in something. Um, Sam, fast forwarding in your career, um, can I ask what are, are the the main stepping stones that got you to where you are today? How did you expedite this um this clinical progress at such a young age? I've learned a lot, I guess, over the years and I'm still learning. And um, I'm one of those people that keeps saying to everyone, you know, you're never a master of anything. Um, The moment that you feel as though you know everything is the moment that you literally know absolutely nothing. Um, And, you know, I consider myself to be a, you know, 
forever student. So I'm always trying to basically push myself to just be better and better. Um, and it's something that I strive for each and every day. And, and I think you need to firstly have that mindset initially. I think you actually want to generally get better. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, when you're pushing to a corner, when you've had that rough day or when you've literally had that really tough patient, what do you do? Do you go home and cry in the corner and, and you know, yes. not sleep for a couple of nights? Absolutely, or I someone, do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got plenty of corners in my house. I, you know, there's plenty of cry corners there as well. But um, the, the, the question is, do you, you know, pick yourself up from that and literally try to learn from it or do you let that literally knock you down? Um, and, you know, it, it's taken me a couple of knocks down to the ground to really get myself up and I'm not going to lie. Um, there are a lot of moments where you really question or doubt how you're progressing as a dentist, especially when you try to um, compare yourself to your peers and I feel like that's getting worse and worse these days with social media and, and you feel like you're just comparing yourself to everyone on Instagram. But to kind of get back to the, the question, um, it's just about literally helping your fellow peers. And, and, and that's kind of like what I've been trying to do this whole time. It's, it's not, um, it's not a, a sense that, you know, I'm, I'm doing it because I, I, I feel the need to. I really feel as though as a profession, like, you know, each one of us actually gets much better when we actually pick off and learn from each other. It, there's, it's not a competition at the moment. It's literally um, a united front to, to learn with each other. So if you were talking to, uh, say, a dentist who's still within their first one or two years of graduation and this dentist is looking on social media and Instagram and seeing all these amazing cases with, you know, cosmetic work and reconstructions, et cetera, and they want to be at that level, what are some practical steps that they can take? Yeah. I mean, look, let's, let's cut the, uh, the ball if I can say that. And um, let's actually try to give people some really actionable, practical steps this time. Like no, no pussyfooting around, no fluffing around. Number one, literally, is a must when you can get yourself a DSLR camera. There's like literally no buts about it. Um, I really, really, really feel as though to actually improve as a dentist in any aspect, this in, is in regards to your restorative work, even your periodontal work, your surgical stuff. Um, you can obviously start off with literally taking a few things with your iPhone and whatever um, stuff that you see me do on Instagram as well. But at the end of the day, get yourself a camera, a professional camera, and use that to take as many photos as you can. It doesn't matter how simple it is. You think it's a simple checkup and clean or a simple filling, but by actually doing and taking those photos, it actually forces you to self-reflect on what clinical work you've actually done and it actually then improves your, your clinical photography skills very quickly as well. You then start to really notice um, what you may or may not be doing wrong with your fillings. It could be a simple class two, um, but that's number one. So basically definitely get a clinical photography camera, um, ASAP. You can literally get a simple setup for about one and a half to 2,000 these days, and literally it will last you for your whole career. Like I've still got my first camera setup um, 10 years on. So that's number one. Wow. And, and before you go on to number two, I should just say you actually have a recording of a dental photography basics online for dentists to watch anytime. Yeah, definitely. So um, if anyone is interested, there's a, a Dental X um, Facebook group that's myself as well as a couple of others, including Dr. Anthony Mack, um, uh, Run and, and Spearhead. And there's actually a, um, a series of, of webinars or little vidcasts that we, we kind of 
talk about really small little simple things clinically and non-clinically. Um, there's one with you as well involved, uh, Chidham. Um, and uh, there's one where I talk about clinical photography, your first camera setups, um, accessories like, you know, what retractors to get, what mirrors to use, and even basic camera settings. So, yeah, if anyone wants to check it out, they can go to the Dental X Facebook group. Cool. So that's tip number one. Get yourself a camera. Macro lens does not lie. Yes, exactly. So uh, with your macro lens, do not get a zoom lens. Always get at least a 60 to 100 millimeter macro lens, like a pure macro lens. It just does not lie. Like you don't polish, you know, your fissure well on your posterior composite. It will show. Um, so it's not just aesthetic work. It's literally just workhorse stuff in dentistry. So that's number one. Uh, number two is you really need to develop some very, very good and solid mentors or friendships um, in dentistry. Like, again, it is not a competition. You can literally become a friend with the dentist in the, in the next door suburb, right? Um, but a mental circle is not just your boss or your fellow associate at the practice. It's literally trying to feed off and learn off as many people that you admire as much as possible. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I think the era of asking stupid questions is totally over. Um, people are very, very inclined to just shout out and, and ask you direct questions. Like, especially on Instagram, you know, I regularly post up a lot of um, little tips and tricks for uh, young dentists and the amount of random questions that you get, like I, I get patients, uh, sorry, dentists from overseas, literally just shooting me messages about specific areas. Um, I get a lot of dentists shooting me messages about, you know, what courses to take and everything like that. And sometimes you just need that hand to hold um, you to basically say, you know what, like if you really want to do this sort of composite, then you need to learn from this person. Or if you want to basically do this, you need to go and do this. Um, because there's so many courses out there, there's so many people that you can learn from there's no right or wrong in regards to who you learn from, but let's say like, you know, there's someone that you really want to emulate. Um, then you know what? Ask them, what do they do to actually get to where they were? Like, just be very specific about it. Don't just go off and do, you know, course A on implants or something. Literally figure out what you want to learn, exactly how you want to basically get there and then do that course. It's 2021. We're used to cloud-based software enhancing and optimizing every aspect of our lives. But what about something we use every day? Our dental practice management software. Now imagine something rethought from the ground up, designed for intuitiveness, leveraging the capabilities of today's technology. Something that optimizes our daily workflows and actually meets the changing needs of modern dentists to stay competitive and connected. Principal practice management software is just this, intelligent, efficient, and intuitive. Because it's 2021 and you can expect something more. Go to principal.dental to learn more. When I first started, I used to go and watch an oral surgeon um, basically do, do his thing. We also had a, um, a traveling orthodontist basically come to our practice um, once every month and, and literally I would always make sure I blocked out at least half an hour just to literally go in, watch that, what they were doing, hear what they were like speaking about because a lot of um, upskilling is, is actually not clinical based as well. It's about your communication and the more people you can watch, the more people you can actually kind of overshadow um, and kind of literally sit in on and hear how they actually converse with patients, you then kind of amalgamate and merge that all together 
and form your own spiel, form your own talk. And, you know, I don't speak the same way as you, Chairside Chittam, and, and, you know, neither do we speak the same as anyone else. But the way that I form my analogies, the way that I literally manner myself and talk to my patients Chairside is literally an amalgamation of, you know, the tens of dentists over the years that I've literally sat and listened to um, and literally just watched in on them doing a simple checkup and clean, right? Like people feel as though, oh, you know, I'm not going to watch this dentist. They've got a whole day, you know, of checkup and cleans booked in. That's like legitimately one of the best days to sit on, sit in on because you're listening to them treatment plan, you're listening to them converse with the patient and literally amalgamate all that information that you, you found from the clinical exam and the x-rays and literally put that all together to formulate a treatment plan, present it and get a patient to accept the treatment plan. So some of the times that you can shadow a dentist doing those simple procedures, that's way better than literally shadowing a dentist and, and watching them do 10 you know, veneer preps. Yep, I think that's a great piece of advice is it's not just what they're doing with their hands, but you want to you wanna learn how did that dentist get that patient from being completely new to saying yes to those 10 veneer preps or just uh, communicating in that new patient examination. So let me just summarise there for the new dentist who just wants to upskill and get to, you know, just dream of where you are, you're at now. Number one, get yourself a camera, start photographing everything. Number two, find a good mentor or a, rather a set of mentors and ask them questions. Use your specialist where you can. Number three, observe and shadow other dentists, mentors, people that you admire and pay particular attention to their non-clinical skills as well as their clinical skills. And what about CPD, courses, education? Where should a young dentist invest their uh, time and energy when they're in that newbie phase <laughs> yeah this this is the this is the really controversial part so um because there are so many courses out there you know there's I, I guess again not a right or wrong answer um the first step in terms of finding the right cpd for you is again thinking about the mentor or the person that you want to try to emulate or look up to and then literally asking them okay look i see that you do this sort of implant or basically these sorts of veneers what course did you do or what did you do to get here or how did you start doing braces or how did you start doing clear aligners? And, you know, at some stage you just have to take a step forward and literally, you know, put your foot in the water and do something about it. You know, there's, there's only so much you can do to, you know, ask as many people as possible and then try to formulate a well-balanced answer in regards to which course you should take. But if literally, Chittam, you know, I see a lot of your Invisalign cases, for example, on Instagram. If someone loves your results and loves the cases that you do, then I would literally come out and message you on Instagram and say, oh, sorry, you know, Dr. Chittam, I really love the fact that you do this as well. You do, you know, align, bleach and bond. How, like, what course did you do to start doing this? And then how did you actually start getting better at your clear aligners or Invisalign? Um, so that's a very, very easy thing to do. Um, rather than literally going on and on and searching all these different types of courses and then literally um, weighing up the fees and all that sort of stuff. Yes, cost is a bit of a factor when you're a new grad and you don't have, I guess, the most money to play with in terms of CPD. But at some stage, if you can literally just figure out who you want to try to become like or what you want to start trying to do and then literally ask that person what they've done and if they've had a good experience doing so and literally just take the plunge and, and go do it. 
Dental Protection Limited, they're more than just an indemnity insurer. Of course, they'll provide the best support they can when you have a tough time and you need them, but that goes without saying. More importantly, they're trying to help us prevent these things and they're doing this through their online education, their numerous blogs and articles, their live education, and now a podcast called Risk Bites that is bite-sized pieces of information to help you prevent medico-legal risks. And during this COVID-19 pandemic, they are providing unparalleled support to their members. So if you're a member, you'd know all this, but even if you're not, you can get a lot of this information online. Check DPL out and thank you DPL for supporting dental students and graduates and for supporting the Dental Head Start podcast. Off the top of your head, what were some of the best CPD or the most um, pivotal ones uh, for you? Oh, okay. Big one, Shidham. Just off the top um, of your head. Off the top of my head. Like literally, so we um, we ran a, a workshop with uh, Dr. Anthony Mack um, a year or two ago and um, it was actually literally just on posterior composites and posterior onlays. Bread and butter. And that literally, it was literally bread and butter. And I was like, oh, I'll just sit on this. I'm tired because um, I was literally like running around the whole morning. And I ended up spending like one and a half hours in there because literally like when you get engulfed in, you know, someone really, really great at what they do and, and what they do is teach really well, like you just literally want to absorb everything. And, and even though I thought I knew a lot about the topic, like I still picked up little things here and there, which I really, really loved. Um, similarly, like, you know, listening to Michael Mandikos, who's a prosthodontist up in Brisbane, um, he's just very articulate in how he basically delivers content. And, you know, he's he's not a beginner in, in by all means in anything prosthodontics-wise. And um, he, was, he was someone that I really loved listening to in regards to basically how to do veneers and crown preps um, and even anterior composites. I learned quite a lot from him. Um, and when I first started out, it was, it was all about, um, Terry Wong. So, um, Terry Wong here, here in Melbourne, he was actually one of my early mentors and he still is one of my mentors and good friends. Um, so those, those were really kind of highlight moments for me in regards to kind of my development, kind of prosthodontics and restorative side. Um, and then ortho, it's a bit of a controversial one, but, um, I went through the, the progressive orthodontic seminars program, so the POS program. Um, but, you know, the POS program, the AODO program, um, they're two really great ortho programs that I could definitely highly recommend um, having done, you know, specific modules of, of each of them. I do see sometimes dentists who are addicted to CPD, but where they struggle is um, <laughs> yeah. making changes in the chair and, and implementing. And going off and applying it. Yeah, what do you have to say say about that? I mean, you've done the twenty courses over the weekend or over the holidays, and you're in the chair Monday morning. You got to take one more step, right? Yeah. Look, this comes back to like one of my very first things I said um, as well. Like at some stage, you just got to basically take the plunge and take the leap and, and and do something about it. Literally, take the photos, take the records, take the X-rays or whatever. Then go to your mentor or go to your peers, and then. You, ask them, is this a suitable case for me to start? Do you think I can get that done? Patients are there and they understand that you're trying to give your best shot and your best go. It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect the whole time. And it comes back to what we are talking about before. Like you can just be imperfectly perfect. Like you don't have to be perfect your first go or your first few goes, but you need to actually give it a go to figure out whether or not you can become perfect or imperfect in that procedure. That's all amazing advice that would all help younger dentists expedite their journey from feeling like a little bit of a noob <laughs> all the way up to, what did you say, zero to hero? Zero to hero, that's it.
Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.